This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, that's right. We do a podcast Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. It's like uh, Motor Speedway back in the day. Raceway Park. What's up, Al? Funny cars. Funny cars. Yes. I never went to one of those. I did. You did? I did. Like dirt track type of uh, car racing? I went to, so I didn't go to Raceway Park. I went to the place on 34 in Wall. In Wall Township. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, I saw drag races and stuff like that. My friend of mine, if you used to live in Matawan, perhaps you saw it when you were around town, Mulaney Tire. In Matawan, that's a very good friend of mine's brother who owns it. Used to be his dad's place. So back in the day, I went to Pennsylvania with them for like uh, for races and stuff. So I've been to a lot of those as a child. Not as as an adult, I haven't gone, but I used to go a lot. Uh, Noted uh, News Twelve New Jersey reporter Jim Murdoch, who covers the Jersey Shore area, he's always posting pictures from that uh, Wall Township. He's into that car racing. Very loud. People are into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not for me. No, I would not. They, you don't know. I would no. Newman nor are funny cars, drag racing. Yeah, I don't get into any. Loud. I don't get into anything with automobiles. I'm not an automobile guy. Now you can't even change a tire, let alone. I cannot change a tire. Watch that. I went back and forth with uh, listener Connor Cook today on messages about uh, Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah. You remember you were telling me that he knows about yes. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And I t- and that uh, you know I'm gonna. He said you should never use the cable company's equipment. Yeah, I know. I don't know how to do it, though. Yeah, so I, I went back and forth with them on it today. <clears throat> you feel good about it? Uh, yes, but you do have to still call the cable company to give them the number yeah. of your router. But he says you get the, uh, um, there's a router. Uh, I can't Linksys? With that. Not Linksys, no. Aris, maybe? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. is one. And, and then the Google uh, Wi-Fi. Google-Fi. The, yeah, Google, it's it's the, use the, the modem is so you're Aris. you're confusing me already. You buy one modem from Aris, mm-hmm. and then you buy the router is the Google Wi-Fi. That's the router. Okay. He says that's solid and easy to set up and, and good. And so that comes in from the wire from outside from your cable provider. That cable wire goes into the back of the Aris modem. Right. And then you connect an Ethernet wire from your uh, modem into the router, and you're good to go. Okay. Clean getaway, Jerry. All right, maybe I'll try it then. Cool. How much does getaway. stuff cost? Because I'm spending a lot of money. The on router my... was, uh, I think, I mean, the modem was seventy dollars, and I think the router is like eighty dollars. What concerns me though is like I had a router, and I'm, I had, a, you know, I do, I rent the stuff from Verizon. I'll, yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm doing. I remember I told you, which is, it wasn't working. Yeah. And they upgraded their signals to a point where their own equipment wasn't working properly. Now I called them and told them they brand new upgraded equipment, no extra price. But it was like I, you know, the fact that they didn't just send it, I don't understand. Right? Yeah, that's the problem. If you're not having a problem with it, right? But what happens if I spend all this money on this stuff and they again upgrade and the stuff's not? Yeah, that I don't know. So that bothers me. That's that, why I haven't done uh, it. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. I know what you're saying. Maybe Connor will address it when he hears this. Year. Maybe, maybe. But he was like getting all his tech guys involved. He was screen grabbing messages from them sure. and send them to me. Yeah, and so listen, I feel pretty confident. I would like to do that. I yeah. just the fact that. Their own equipment didn't work properly. Bothers me. If I'm going to try, I wish equipment. I lived next to a, like a restaurant or something. I could just steal their Wi-Fi. You could probably do that if you could get the password. Well, you, you go in there as a customer, you see what their password but, is. But aren't you getting? But you're getting oh, the it's guest gazy and right. slow pass, yes. slow internet. Because even at Rutgers, they have Wi-Fi for anybody that's in the building. Yeah. Or you have the media Wi-Fi. The media Wi-Fi is solid. The guest Wi-Fi is fine until the place is packed, and it's slow. Yeah, you can't stream anything cool on no, the guest really Wi-Fi. No, it's really tough. It's hard. Do you ever go on uh, onto the Wi-Fi 
when you're at home just to see what Wi-Fi is available? Yeah. Just to see what your neighbors yes, name their the names, Wi-Fi? Yes. Yeah, I, I like to do that as well. I don't, the ones by me, there's nothing. Yeah, most people by me too just have the numbers, whatever Correct. it was. Like, That's mine. I didn't rename it. Yeah, I renamed mine. Balls and ass. <laughs> Someone told me, and I did this when I was living in Basking Ridge in the condos yeah. there. Someone told me you should rename your uh, your network virus do not use. And no one will touch it. That'll scare people. I would think it would. You, you ever try to guess someone to actually try it? You ever try to guess someone's password? No. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't have time to try and <laughs> guess someone's password. Me neither, Jerry. <laughs> I definitely didn't do it for seven hours yesterday. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I did talk today to Bruce Springsteen's former mailman called me off the air. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he was uh, Bruce Springsteen's mailman in Rumson, New Jersey. Okay. Was that the house right on the water? Uh, I'm not that sure about Rumson. gigantic house he had? Is that right? Oh, and, my God. Uh, Rumson's on the water? Uh, I guess it could be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Right by the river. Yeah. Not the ocean, the river. Yeah. I was not familiar with that one. But uh, this guy said Bruce Springsteen was very nice. Uh, the only guy who was possibly nicer on his route was John Stewart. Oh no, kidding! How about that? Your I John, John Stewart lived in uh, New Jersey. How about this? You're John Stewart and Bruce Springsteen's mailman. He's the time? mailman in Rumson. I'm sure yeah. he's the mailman of many people that yes. have means, right? And might be somewhat cele- like might not quite as a celebrity like them, but I'm sure there's a lot of people. I, I forgot to ask him, like, did Bruce Springsteen ever get anything in the mail that you thought, oh, this is kind of weird, like from like a dildo company or something? You know, where that he would could be but, like. But I will tell you that that will come in a black envelope. Right. Separate. But that's the other thing. Now As we've I know, gotten... because I bought something for our grab bag tomorrow that I can't put in the box now because we're doing it on the air. Because we're doing it on television and you don't want to, you don't want this thing to be seen no. on TV. No, I, oh. you can't. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess like. I guess buy? I could rewrap it discreetly and just tell whoever gets it, don't open that, but that's part of your gift. I could do, do not that, open I guess. on TV man product. Yeah. I got uh I spent a little more money, but I, I got a real doll that I'm uh, packaging yeah. up. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> the real doll. So yeah, Bruce Springsteen mailman. That was cool to talk to. I also looked up today uh good places to retire. I feel what, like we've done that before. We have, but but we've done it for very specific reasons. I wanted to do an overall search, right, of good places to retire because you have to take into account uh, weather. Yeah. Not only weather, but weather-related issues. So, for sure. example, North Carolina, South Carolina. Hurricanes. Bad hurricanes. Yes. Florida hurricanes. Yeah. You know, um, horrible humidity. Yeah, places that have really bad, like what well, the Carolinas supposedly, yeah, have bad, some of them have bad humidity. Okay. Uh, then also taking into account, uh, is there, uh, well, you know, what's their tax rate? Uh huh. Especially for once, when you have a 401k, I don't know how your, how a pension works. We have a pension and an IRA. So the, uh, the regular IRA, when you withdraw that money, you're mm-hmm. taxed on it. Yep. I would imagine same with your pension. There are certain the states that don't have a state income tax do not you don't get taxed the state income tax part right. of that. Right. So there's a handful of states that do that. Yeah. Arizona, they yeah. have what do they have? What's the weather issues there? I guess earthquakes, I guess. No, just that it's like sandstorms. Brutally hot there. Yeah, but I don't think that that's that big a deal. Yeah, Arizona came up as a very big uh I'll tell you big why. score. You love air conditioning. I do. I love air conditioning. No humidity mm-hmm. for much of the year, and at night it's beautiful. Even if it's hot in the summer during the day, morning and night is is beautiful. So yeah, you might have twelve hours where you're stuck in your condo, but you love that. I like that. And I'll tell you another thing: go find some shade and go in the pool. It's not bad. So yeah, I mean it's a little oppressive if you got to get out and about, but I think to deal with that for a few months as a you know what you do too, especially if you've got family here. Keep something small here, and you live here in the summer. Right. And you get the hell out of Arizona in the worst months, but you're there for the good nine. It's a great idea. Right, and then you live in Arizona. And that's the... your main residence, yeah, tax-wise. Yeah, tax-wise. No doubt. The best place to live is probably when you want to talk about just, you know, weather-related issues here. That's the one thing I will say about where we live. I know the storms have gotten tough, but we really don't deal with hurricanes. We don't have earthquakes. 
We don't have. It, we just don't. You know? Yeah, the only the, it feels like it gets really cold here in the sun, in the winter. It does, but here we are in December. It's sixty degrees. Yeah, I feel like it. It hits like January. January. I've always said I feel March. like the, the seasons are, have kind of got pushed out a little bit. Yeah, they get pushed back a little bit. Like April baseball will start, and the weather will be horrendous. Yes, I know. I know. Weird. Trust me, I'm aware. You yeah, get, you look so forward to spring, and spring blows around here. Yes. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're better off playing into November and December. So I was looking at, this is what I narrowed it down to. If I don't stay at the Jersey Shore when I retire. North Carolina, South Carolina, mm-hmm. Florida, Arizona. All right, so nothing has changed. Uh, Texas. I love Texas. Here's what I did. To, I'm I'm uh, politically, Jerry, becoming very uh, conservative. Right. So I also did look into which of which of the states that I want to go to is a red state mm-hmm. and has been historically a red state. Right. Because Arizona scared me. They flipped to Democrat on uh, this past election. Okay. So they're flip-floppers But it's also there. down the middle probably. It's probably not one far one way or far the other. And then I found this very interesting in researching red and blue states. I thought you might find this interesting, even if you're not a political person. I am not. We're a very divided society now between red states and blue states, big Democrat, time. big time. I went, I went back and I was looking at every state, and it had, you know, who they voted for presidential election mm-hmm. from from Nixon on. Okay, and so many states voted Republican up until Bill Clinton. Really? Yeah, which is very modern to me. Like, that's a. So many states. Well, I mean, you had Reagan, you had Bush. You had Reagan and Bush. Yeah. Then the other Bush. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, you had Clinton before the other Bush. Oh, right. That was, you're right. Right. So it was. So, but, but that seems like the dividing line as yeah. to when when states became Republican or Democrat. Makes sense. I actually voted for Clinton. Me too. I did. Huh. Bill Clinton was at one point my favorite president. I thought he was like a, a down-to-earth. You enjoyed him having oral sex in the Oval Office? That I didn't care for. <laughs> All really these guys, down-to-earth guy. Well, it's like everyone loved uh, John F. Kennedy, and he was uh, you know, he running was. around yeah. town. Uh, listen, there's a lot. if we're going to judge guys on that, you put a lot of guys out to pasture. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Women, too, by the way. Yes. Not just men. Right, if men are having heterosexual affairs, they're with women, so Correct. the women are doing something wrong That's as well. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. See, I just thought that was interesting. That that, interesting. that was the the Clinton. That Clinton man, he, I don't know what he did to um, win people over for the election. I don't recall. Well, people didn't like George Bush. Yeah, they thought he was not a very good president. So you're looking for change. That's the way it goes. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You didn't. <laughs> Um, when you looked at these places, yeah, retirement places, is there one favorite? Like, is there a leader in the clubhouse? Well, I feel like uh, Arizona. It? Uh, well, here's the thing: because my family is in New Jersey, I feel like Arizona is too far. Why? I don't. I just See, feels people like a say long, that. Yeah. So, what's the difference if you've got to take a four-hour flight home or a two-hour flight home? Right, Honestly, the, right. The pain in the ass really is the is getting to the getting on the getting to and on the plane. Right, right. That there's no issues getting on the plane. Yeah, you're right. Once like, you're on the plane, I said to my cousin, like I don't. They live in California. We see them. They've come here a lot more than we've gone there because we're in the midst of of you know youth based sports and it's just hard. Their kids are in college. It's easier for them to come to us now. But yeah, once a year maybe we'll see them. And every time it's the same thing. Like why don't we? A couple times a year. Why don't we go out there for just a couple of days? And my wife's like, oh, that flight. I'm like, yeah. what difference does it make? Like, you would have no problem getting in the car and driving six hours to Virginia, per se, for a long weekend. You'd have no problem doing that. Right. But the idea to get on a plane for five and a half hours right, when and I, come back three days later is, what's the problem? Right. When I was looking at North Carolina, I'm like, huh, that's seven-hour drive. Right. Or an that, hour flight. Right. I'm like, oh, that seems reasonable. But you would have no problem. Um, you know what? I'll get in the car. I'll be up there as soon as I can. That's going to take you longer than the fly back from Arizona. Right. Like, I, my wife could not believe, and a friend of mine too. So last week, I had Cowboys Thursday night and I had Rutgers 
Friday night in Illinois. So I flew Friday morning and flew back Friday evening. And they were like, you did that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. What's the problem? Wow, your body. <laughs> what? I sat on a plane and listened to music for two hours, had a day, sat on a plane and listened to music for two hours coming home. What the hell is the difference? Right. It's really, it's more in our head than it is the actual events. Nothing. So I don't, if I were you, go where you want to be and just know you're going to come home once in a while. Well, Arizona does have a state income tax. Okay. So you do would have to pay there. Got it. I, I just know you're such an Arizona lover. Yeah. I am. But that Florida with no state income tax does seem interesting. I like Florida. Florida really, I mean, I guess everywhere is, but Florida's really congested. Right. That is. They actually said that about South Carolina. Is that true? That uh, that the uh, Hilton Head. Well, they were Myrtle just they Beach. were just talking about the, the South Carolina as a state that a lot of the towns, traffic wise, have a lot of congestion. I don't know if the infrastructure for roads is not great. Probably there. not great, and it's probably a lot of transplanted New Yorkers. Yes, that, I, I remember when my friend moved down to Matthews, North Carolina, when he first got there. This is probably going back twenty one. He got married in oh five and moved in oh six. So fifteen years he's there now. When he first got there, they bought in a brand new, brand new construction, brand new uh, area, and it was, you know, slow to build. Now, he's like, you'd think that this area was around for 100 years, and it's nothing but people from the Northeast. It's like, we live in North Carolina, but you'd never know we're in North Carolina because during football season, there's nothing but Giants, Jets, and Eagles flags flying everywhere. Well, even here, we get so many calls from North Carolina. Yeah. A ton. I can tell you my calendar sales, huge in North, not huge, uh, from out of state, a lot in North and South Carolina. And oddly enough, Illinois. I don't know why. Illinois, Chicago how about that? was a big one. And Michigan was a big one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, and the Carolinas. I, I don't understand it. I feel like I should at least visit the Carolinas before I decide to move there. I would. But I see, you'll like it. Because it's beautiful in the summer, for sure. And the winters are, like, my nephew went to see his dad, um, divorced from my sister. He went to see his dad, who moved down there about 10 years ago. And nighttime, when he was there, it was a little cold last week. He's like, it's really awesome that it's the holidays down there. And I thought it was going to be warm and not feel like it. He goes, but, he goes, it was 38 degrees at night. Like, you need a jacket to go out. For sure. He goes, you wake up, it's 38 degrees and it's cold. But by 9.30, it's 50. By 10 o'clock, it's 55. He goes, next thing you know, it's 65 degrees in the middle of the day, and it's, we're out playing golf. But no, when the sun goes down, it's going to get chilly. But the days are beautiful. Like, that's winter. That's awesome. Another interesting state that kept coming up on these lists is Tennessee. Okay. I don't think that weather's good. No, no it's not. It's, it's not, cold in Tennessee in the winter. Is it? Yes. What the hell are they doing there? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't... Um, hold on. Average... Give me a town in Tennessee. Nashville. Let's go Nashville. Okay. Average oh, temperature. Nashville, Nashville. Tennessee for January? Uh, yes. The average temperature in January is 46 degrees with a low of 29. That's not great. Not great. 29 is what we have here. Yeah. Yeah. Your average high is 46 degrees. Hmm. Did you ever, uh, I know yesterday you sent an email out about the warm-up show for the next two weeks. Did you, you know, ever no get one a, actually responded no to one me. responded to you, Jerry? No. Uh, you know, I didn't know if, I, I appreciate you CCing me on that. Of course, that. it's our show. Why wouldn't I? But, um, so I didn't know if someone responded to you without the respond all. That's why I thought, well. No, I didn't get a response. Get a, wow. From anybody. Uh, I'm looking now. No. Huh. Strange, right? It is strange. Okay. Oh, I just opened up Yahoo. Yahoo. You want to know the top story? Twerking bride in a thong gives groom a lap dance at their wedding. This is on Yahoo's a big news story of the day? Yeah. Hmm. Seems like a local story at best. Uh, where is it from? Let's see. Uh, Bubba, is that the bride tweeted a stunned online looker? It doesn't say where, nor does it say what her name is. Probably Florida. I suppose it's possible. <laughs> I'm just looking here. Oh, yeah. She's in a thong. Holy cow. She's a bride in a thong? Yes. Hmm. And her dress is cut so you can see the rump. 
Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Hmm. As of Tuesday, the video had more than 2.6 million views. <laughs> That's funny. I just wish I knew where it was. So Rochelle was her name. Rochelle. Yeah. Rochelle, Rochelle. Rochelle, Rochelle. I have a list here of, and this bothers me for some reason, a okay. list of chain restaurants that are open on Christmas Day. Okay. This bugs me. Why? Not everybody celebrates Christmas. Uh, yeah, but I have a feeling a lot of the people that are working there do celebrate Christmas. Well, that to me would that be wrong. Me. I think you have to, I think before you decide to open, you have to make sure you can staff it properly. Great, right, because nowadays, in particular now, all these places are having staffing issues. I'm sure they are. Now you're going to ask people to come in on Christmas? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always thought about that, about stores opening on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Which to me is more of a problem. Yeah. Because everyone, I you would think, in America celebrates Thanksgiving. That's a good Christmas point. is, you know, you always forget. They always say the movie theaters are packed because, you know, the Jewish population doesn't celebrate Christmas. So there are a lot of people that Christmas Day is nothing. You got Applebee's, Arby's. And this is across the board open? Yeah. Really? B dubs, Burger King, Duncan. Sorry, you know, retail and McDonald's. restaurant, man, it's a tough business. It is. It's a really tough business. TGI Fridays. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't you have like to that. wonder, too, like, what is the point of good return and negative return? I think the publicity is bad because I'm with you. I think most people will be like, I don't like this. Yeah. Is it? Does it financially make sense? Or are they going to open, drag people into work, and then it's not busy? Like, what's the point? Here's some restaurants that decided they will be closed on Christmas Day. Cheesecake Factory. Chick-fil-A. Well, was it Sunday? Because they had before closed anyway. <laughs> Chili's. Cracker Barrel. Longhorn. Olive Garden. Outback Steakhouse. Okay. So Amongst, don't try and go there. Don't try to go there. Amongst you would think the, the lines would be really long at those other places then. Yeah. Right, because if you're stuck, yeah. you need to eat. You're right. I'm trying to think one one time I when I was living in Florida for I was there for seven years, uh, the, most of the time I did not come home for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. I I saved my vacation I would come home uh Christmas right, so I would uh, there were a couple uh, Thanksgivings I spent <laughs> by myself down there wherein I made Stouffer's French bread pizza awesome. And then other times, uh, uh, my friend Whitney, he, he and his family would take me in on the on Thanksgiving, which was very nice. Here comes the lonesome loser. <laughs> Have you heard about the? Lo- uh, once I started going to his brother's house, who they would always host, uh, then I wasn't by myself anymore. But those first couple of years, I think I ate Stouffer's pizza. I don't blame you. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. One terrible. The NFL games are on. Yeah, that you know, it is what it is. But it was nice to be invited to someone's uh, house. And now you'd prefer not to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I know. I was just saying to Eddie, you mentioned that about like now not wanting to do stuff. And we we used to always do a Christmas lunch here. Yeah. um, For the show. And I said to Eddie, I go, I came to that Christmas lunch one time just after having hernia surgery. And I... Got a ride into the city yep. to go to the lunch. And that, well, there was reason for that. Though. Why? Because it was right before Greg was going to take over. And I thought, boom, it was, was important. Yes. It was 2017. It was, I, it was my, I think it was my last day hosting. Really? Boomer. Yes. When I called myself the interim host, my, yeah. my, my term had finished. I'm pretty sure it was that day or the day before that. And then we went out to lunch at that Mexican restaurant, yes. and Greg joined us for the lunch. Okay. And he was taking over after the holiday break. And I think it was important to Boomer that everybody was there, and you forced your way in. I don't think you did it because you wanted a free meal. If I yeah, remember I correctly, that- it was, I think I should be there. It's going to be the first Boomer and Geo thing. Okay. Because yeah, I said to Eddie, I go, could you imagine today me getting having hernia surgery no and then shot. the next day coming in? You're taking a in? month off now. Right? <laughs> like, I'm not... I was like, that'd be the perfect Fire excuse. up the camera. I'm good. Yeah, but well, that does make sense what you're saying. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. Uh, we do that from 5 to 6 a.m. every weekday morning. And we'll be back tomorrow on a Thursday. And until then, you have this. So... 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. What do you say we do this? It's Wednesday, middle of the week. Hello, the Eddie Scazzeri. It is nice to see you as always, and along with me until 6, his name is Al David Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, Yesterday, uh, down at the Jersey Shore, I had a brush with greatness. You did? Yeah. Bruce Springsteen, finally. that would be the best. Bon Jovi? It was not either of them. Frank Sinatra Jr.? No, someone better. Someone... Someone uh, less famous than... Bill uh, Parcells. No. Because he's Seagirt, right? Southside Johnny. Southside. Southside Johnny, you're familiar with him? Yeah, okay. Yeah. He was at the Stop and Shop. Okay. Pretty cool. I I suppose. I treated him like a regular person, Jerry. I didn't act like he was a star. Yeah. He was there with his wife. Good for him. Southside. Did he have the gun? Uh, You know what? The scanner gun? I I, I was leaving as he was uh, entering. So I don't know if he uses the scanner, but he seems old school. I don't think he's a scanner Was he mobbed guy. by God knows how many people? No one. Uh, There's no one to recognize him. No one I said anything to him. I would not recognize him. South, But you're not a Southside Johnny fan. I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Uh, so you would go see Southside Johnny in a I, concert? I've Many times. Many times. I spent a... Uh, and you just wait for a we're having a party at the no. end? No. <laughs> in fact, that's what I'm out. I'm not interested in we're having a party. It's played out. Well, I'm very happy that you yeah. are a big fan. I, had I couldn't a, give two crap. I once spent a uh, New Year's Eve recently with Southside well, Johnny. That's fun. In uh, Red Bank. No, I can see that. No, that's fun. The, the, the New Year's before the pandemic. Nice. That's right. Sounds great. Yeah. No photo? No. I didn't. Wa- I didn't uh, it was weird. It would have been awkward. Like, I saw him and I he was be ahead honest. of me. I think you're more famous now than he is. I don't think so. He should have been asking you for a photo. No, no, no. <laughs> Southside Johnny's still very famous. I guess. Here in Cleveland. <laughs> he was very big in Cleveland, Jerry. <laughs> Here and in Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. But it was weird. Like, I got actually excited that Southside Johnny was at the supermarket. He's another guy. He Just puts his guy. pants on the same way you do. Yes, he does. That's exciting. That's great. And they were kind of baggy pants. He wears baggy, uh, baggier jeans. Well, he's an older fellow now. But uh, so are you. I haven't. (laughs) I I generally, when I see Southside Johnny, he's sweating. So it was nice to see him looking comfortable, not sweating. What was he buying? Uh, Well, when I saw him, he was going into the liquor store. (laughs) So, (laughs) and then I got to tell you, a lot of people were very rude on Twitter. Because I was very excited, and I took the Twitter. I said, just saw Southside Johnny at Stop and Shop. You know what I got, Jerry? Was he performing in the produce department? <laughs> I also got this. I also got this. Was Southside uh, cashier, or was he bagging? Oh, that's not right. Rude. That's that's stupid. Just rude. That, yeah, that's silly. Come on. And silly. Thank you, Jerry. That is silly. The, the produce department one's funny. <laughs> I did chuckle at them. They were good. They were clever. Some are. The ones that weren't clever was he was there buying uh, sp- supplies because he's having a party later. That's generic. The Was he playing the produce department? That's funny. Was he a cashier or stocking shelves? Funny. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I understand. Well, also, I think uh, for whatever reason, I shaved my face uh, this weekend. And, uh, for, some other, for some other... It what, really a- ages me. Makes me When look, you shave your face? Yeah. It makes me look like I have zero testosterone. Well, there's not much. Right, but if I if I have facial hair, that's one of the signs of strong testosterone. Put a scarf on. 
It's not a good look. Hey, like, Grandma Dukes is back. Yeah, like I'm getting that grandmotherly yeah. thing, so I've got to grow the beard back out. Just while you're staring at yourself incessantly at yeah, the screen. Yeah, <laughs> because it's really disturbing. In the, I hear you. You know, the beard sometimes starts to buggy. It gets a little itchy. I was like, you know, I'm going to shave this off completely I wasn't aware you don't usually do that. No. So if you don't shave, you can't grow a beard then no, for I can, real? No, I can, but I, I trim it up with the trimmer. Really? Yeah. Once a week, I trim it up. You try to keep that look. Yeah, by the, by the weekend, Jerry, I look so manly. For when I go out to dinner, I like to look really manly. Then you look down and say, oh, damn. Eesh. Ooh. Oh. Mm. That has grown. <laughs> so those are my big two uh, revelations. I need to bring my facial hair back, and I saw Southside Johnny. Who has cool. facial hair? I mean, hair. that right there, that's a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. That's and a you Tuesday. say, what do you do all day? Well, you Shop nothing... with Southside Johnny. What happened the rest of the uh, six hours? I did nap quite a while. I'm yesterday. sure you did. <laughs> quite a while. I would have liked to nap yesterday. Then I wrapped my uh, gift for the Secret Santa that we're doing oh, here. Yeah, do something for that, huh? I brought that in. So it's very exciting, Jerry. Uh, and then I saw. First of all, is, does everyone have coronavirus? Apparently so. Yeah. I was. Uh, the Nets have seven people. Seven. They so, only played with eight guys last night. But KD. Put the team on I'd his say, back, That guy, y'all. you know what? Yeah, he put I don't, the team on his back, Jerry. I don't care what you tell me about the Nets or not. The, that guy is so incredibly good. He is fun to watch. And he didn't have a great shooting night last night. But he's dealing with a sore ankle. He's 30-whatever years old. Had the ACL injury. Not ACL. ACL uh, injury that he's come back from. Took the year off, of course. He played 48 minutes last night. Yeah. On a night where I wasn't sure he was going to play prior to all this COVID stuff because of a sore ankle. And he just balls out, man. And they had guys. He had his balls out. No, I didn't say that. I said he balls out. I oh, didn't balls say out. His balls were out. Um, that would be weird. Your balls are showing. They had a kid last night that plays. He's from Pepperdine, Kessler Edwards. I didn't even know he was on the Nets, and he was tremendous. Is that right? Yeah, he played great. He played forty-four minutes. How many minutes he played prior to last night? Ten. Twelve. The entire season. The Pepperdine. You got to be smart to go there. Pepperdine right? is gore. We oh. Pepperdine is beautiful. But you got to go be smart to go there. I have right? no idea, but if, uh, here's what you don't have to be smart for to make the decision to go there. What a gorgeous place! Yeah, was that California? Yeah, Southern California. Oh, was that it by like San Diego? By the ocean, I think. Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why we choose to go to colleges? I have no idea. That aren't in beautiful locations. You and is I go to. Stupid. We went to concrete colleges. I don't know what we were thinking. Well, I know what I was thinking. I was filling out a Middlesex County College, so I wasn't gonna. It's not like Pepperdine. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperdine wasn't looking for my but, application. Listen, there's a Southern California Community College. It's probably just <laughs> right? as nice. Yes. Holy. I mean, you went to Indiana State. Why not somewhere in I California? Right. Or even Miami. Arizona. You had one opportunity. You blew it. You went to Indiana State. <laughs> Holy crap. One time it was negative 26 degrees when I uh, I believe woke that. Up. Yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, oh, that's terrific. So anyway, so the Nets got a really good win last night with they eight did. players. And uh, Patty Mills played great. So watched the overtime, which was pretty wild. So good stuff. So they had seven dudes out on COVID protocols. Yeah. The NFL has 75 in the last two days. Is it, I saw 65. Is it 75? 75. Wow, that's amazing. No, I think they're all super mild cases and people right. not even sure they have corona. This new Omicron uh, thing is uh, very weak. Is this true? It's very good. catchy. Okay. But very weak. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. According to Dr. Al. Who did you hear that from? I heard it For from... Well, I, uh, medical sources. It's very no, weak. no. I, I know. I'm. I'm just wondering where you. Well, saw if I that. tell you where I heard it from, you're going to say he's a right wing nut. But um, I heard it on Ben Shapiro podcast. Okay. But I've also heard it from even uh, liberal Democratic. Good. I hope scientists. so. That, you know what? The, to me, the best thing that can happen is this thing. Where it's going to be here, so we just exist with it, and we hope it peters out in terms of its strength. And they've, in fact, I've heard some experts, medical experts, say you're better to catch this one, Omicron, because it is much milder. Right. Not if you're 65 and older, you don't want to catch it. But I'm saying if you're younger, because then you get the immunity from it, and it's the milder cases. Okay. But it has a scary name. It does have a scary name. Like I do Omicron. Agree. Like Delta seems, seems like, yeah. Eh. Omicron seems like it's... Like it's going to like do you in. It's a monster. It's a monster, yeah. Omicron. Well, yeah, and the NFL, the Rams and the Browns, I think, had 15 cases themselves. OBJ among them. He was, I know. And he just played. I didn't realize Jalen Ramsey... I didn't see the game the other yeah. night. I didn't realize Jalen Ramsey was put on the list like right before the game. Didn't play. How is he not a close contact to half the team? 
Right. I don't. I don't really don't understand. Right. Odell Beckham probably uh, high fived everyone when he caught a touchdown pass. I would certainly think so. That's contact. I would think they all kind of huddled up around him after he scored. When they mean the entire offense was a close. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I we just don't know. know. A lot of people are getting it all of a sudden. Yes. And it sucks. Everyone's getting it. Yep. Getting so. mask. We got a mask up when we walk in the building. And now. even even the Knicks though last night, Quentin Grimes who. You know, was lights out. I know they lost, but was lights out the other day. I think it was Sunday, their noon game. Right before the game yesterday, you find out he's on the list now, along with R.J. Barrett and, and Obi Toppin. It's like, man. And Walt Clyde Frazier. Yes, I saw that too. Clyde. That's unbelievable. So Clyde's out for a couple of weeks from doing He's games. out. Now, last night, the game wasn't on MSG anyway. It was on, I don't think it was. I know it was on TNT. That's where TNT. I saw it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. And the NHL had two games canceled last night. The uh, Bulls had two games canceled for them. So we'll see. And more kids, uh, more kids, more guys from the Nets get it today. Their next game will be canceled. You can't play with less than eight. They literally were at the, at the minimum of what they could play with, which yeah, was eight. I, I feel like if we could use a football game as an analogy for uh, coronavirus, coronavirus took like a 42 nothing lead on us, right? Yes. Like it came out of... It came out of the tunnel and just whipped this our. It might have been more like, yeah, I, I it agree. It was forty-two nothing, Jerry. Before we even knew the game was on, we were getting crushed. For we were sure. getting crushed. Yes. Then we made a comeback. We practically tied the game up. Against, I think. No, I think we did tie the game. We tied up, the actually. game up against uh, coronavirus. We tied it up at forty-two, and I now think we did. Right, I, right now, I feel like coronavirus is running away. It's crushing us again. <laughs> it's crushing us again, but with field goals, not touchdowns. Yes. Right. It's not as harmful. I would agree with that. So, yes. but at least we don't think of, it is. But they're kicking a lot of field goals. They're playing Giants football, right? <laughs> and field goals add up. <laughs> yeah, they do. So we've got to. They've kicked five field goals in the last week against us. <laughs> right. We've got to come back. <laughs> I agree. We've had good red zone defense. Yes. Right. So we're, we're holding getting, them the field goals. We're not getting trampled. We're. <laughs> but they're getting up and down the field on us pretty good. <laughs> right. We're just giving up field goals, but we ain't scoring. I agree. We are getting. We're getting shut out right we now. Know we know right. We need this is a fifteen nothing uh, game in the second quarter now. Right. We've got to. We got to regroup. We got to get someone in there to give us a pep talk uh, against coronavirus to come out and uh, have a big fourth quarter. I will tell you. So I bought a whole bunch. You know, every time I would go to Walgreens. I would buy these Binax at home tests by Abbott Labs. That's a lot of money you're throwing away on these tests. Perhaps, but I look at it. You can say throwing it away. I'm trying to keep my parents safe, and my mother-in-law safe. You could look at it that way. <laughs> uh, so every time I go to CVS or Walgreens, I pick one up. And so I wound up, you know, I'm sure some people would go to the store and buy 20 of them if they could. So every time we go, I grab one. So I've got like, I think I have four boxes home. So I have eight tests. But I have in the last... Three weeks between going to the doctor, because remember I didn't feel well, between going to the doctor on two occasions and taking two of these. I've tested four times in the last, like, you know, nine days. And every time I'm waiting for it to come back positive, because it seems like everyone's getting it. Even yesterday I took one, because I see my mother-in-law tomorrow. Just want to make sure, you know, make no issues. Negative. And it's just, I don't know, it's weird to me. It feels like everyone's testing positive. And that one goes straight up your nose? Uh, this one goes far up, but not all the way up. This is the at-home one. It goes to the like to the top of the nostril. Well, how do they explain the that around. in the test? How they like, have, there's actually an image, an image of a nose that shows you how far up it should go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually very, very well put together. And what you dip it in like a solution, correct? And then if the solution turns a color, you got the coronavirus. The solution then goes onto a test pad, and then you got to wait 15 minutes to see what the result is. I want to do this. Sounds like fun. I don't know how fun it is. Well, before but I go it's see nice my to family. Know. That's and that's why I'm doing Christmas. it. I just want to make sure before the holidays I'm kind of good to go. That's all I'm trying to do. Cuz I've had it run through my you know it's run through my family. It has. You know, and it wasn't good there for a couple of days. So I just want to make sure cuz I'm still raspy. I'm still not I'm just not 100% still. So just making sure. Right. But yeah, crazy. I haven't got you. my voice back from Thursday night's Rutgers game. From the, the Purdue win. Yeah, well, that was a big win. No, no, I know, but like usually even throughout, there are a lot of big calls in games. I guess the volume was so loud that night. Like, my voice has not come back still. Pretty wild. All right. Pretty wild. All right, you want to take a break? Okay. When we come back, I have no idea where we're going to go, but it could be about Steph Curry. I don't know. I thought that was, I as I tweeted last night, a little much, but whatever. We'll get into that. We got a whole lot more, including Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Five twenty-five. Well, not quite twenty-five after five. Let's say twenty after five, somewhere in between the two. What's up? Warm-up show till six o'clock. Alan, Jerry, Boomer, and Geo coming up. Top of the hour on a very, very busy. It's actually one of the busier Wednesdays I've seen in a long time. How so? There's busy a lot how? because. I think the Nets are a pretty interesting story with the COVID and the way they won last night. I think the Knicks and Warriors are an interesting story on a couple of levels. Obviously, the Steph Curry thing, which I think is neat, but I think we went a little overboard with it. Um, and then the Knicks are in, I don't want to call it a free fall. That's not fair. But they've lost four straight. They're 12 and 16. They're not playing well. So that's an interesting story. Then you've got the Mets, I think, um, doing more finalist interviews yesterday. You've got all the COVID stuff in the NFL. You got a new week starting tomorrow. There's a lot going on. I see. I would say so. A very busy Wednesday, as they say. Oh yeah, Jerry. Jerry, do you think Kyrie Irving was trying to uh, tell people he was coming? He's going to come back for the Nets. I think he was saying he's ready to play basketball. The problem is, I don't know where that's going to be. So he he put on Instagram him uh, putting on his uh, sneakers yeah. or having his sneakers on, ready in, to lace them up in some sort of gym. Maybe he did. We'll see. Don't know. Boomer thinks he got his vaccine. He's waiting for the vegan vaccine. But, you know, the one thing yet. about Kyrie, and I forget who said it, one of the um, one of the NBA beat reporters a few weeks ago said it on this day. I forget what show it was, but on this station, said, you know, the one thing about Kyrie everyone um, is running with and is not really accurate is he's never once said he won't get, like he's not completely against it. He just wanted to take more time to research it. Now, the whole vegan thing, I have no idea. So perhaps he's changed his mind, and it is what it is. I don't know. I or really don't maybe know. he's good. Maybe they will let him play on the road, or he, maybe they'll trade him. Oh, I saw a rumor yesterday: Kyrie to Dallas for Kristaps um, Porzingis. For real? For real? Like it was a rumor. I'm not saying that that they had trade talks. I'm saying that was a rumor that was out there. It wasn't a Woj rumor though, because he knows what he's talking. about. I don't about. think it was a. It might. I don't. You know. I don't know. I can check that actually during the break, mm. or actually while we're sitting. That here. seems like a big story. It would be if something like that if happened. Kyrie got traded. Yeah, Kyrie, I, Kyrie. I could see him being dealt. Yeah, because I don't think the mandate. If if he let's put it this way, if he told the Nets, listen, until the mandate's over, I'm not getting vaccinated. It's not happening. That means he's not playing. And if he told them it's 100% I'm not getting the vaccine, then I think you owe it to him and yourself to try and make a move because he can go play in another city somewhere. Now, where that would be, I don't know. You don't want him anywhere near you, but you you make a move. Oh, you're saying you don't want him to come into your house? Well, you're going to play him. You play every team, but would you want him you know, within the within the division? No. Of course not. But it's, it's an interesting thought. Other people thought he was just trying to sell sneakers. By, oh, that uh, could in- be Instagramming, putting sneakers on. That could be too. But I mean, it I don't seemed know. it seemed to me like he was saying, "Look, I'm putting on my shoes. I'm in the gym. It's go time." For sure, you're right. Uh, so yes, here we go. So Mark Cuban denies the report. There was a report out there that the Mavericks reached out to the Nets about Kyrie Irving. Mark Cuban said, "And for that reason, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Apparently, so. Yes, Mark Stein spoke to Mark Cuban. Mark Stein is from, I think, ESPN. I forget. But, yeah, so there were, let's see. The Mavericks were among teams to reach out to the Nets, according to SNY. Oh, is that where SNY's that? breaking news? Yeah. Kristaps Porzingis' name brought up. Kristaps Porzingis. Yep. yep Who yep, broke yep. that news? Sal while he was on SNY? I would or? think that's an Ian Begley story. Ian Begley? I think he's the big NBA guy over there. Oh, okay. Could have been Sal. I don't know. Maybe I did notice, like, on social media, they tweet out the videos, and, like, Sal was on a show with yeah. all these other people. They're paying all those people to go they on are. that show? Correct. They are. Man, that's yes. a lot of people. I know. How about that? What do you think they get paid to do I know the what one they get shift? Paid. I know what they get paid. Tell us. I'm not telling you. Tell the audience, Jerry. Share with us. I had a conversation way back in the day with someone there. That's a standard rate, though. Uh, yes, unless you are... Unless you sign a contract as a full-time employee, which now you're negotiating a different deal... Otherwise, yes, you get the standard rate. And uh, how long are those shows? 
30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, and, but, but there is prep time involved. Okay. So you they get a, a payday shift rate mm-hmm. for the 30-minute show and the prep time. Correct. And the prep time is no more than a half hour. Now, you're not going to give us the number. But if I gave all, all I want to do is throw out one number, and then you'll go, all you have to say is over under. No, I'm not doing that. I will not do that. I will tell you off the air. I will not say it on the air. That's not fair to those people. If I said two fifty, two hundred fifty dollars, I'm would not you say saying over anything or under. I am not saying a word. Wink if it's over. I, I'm not saying anything. I'm not winking. I'm not speaking. I'm not acknowledging. Blink if it's over. I'm not doing anything, dude. I will tell you privately, but then you can't say anything. Right. I, right. That exactly. So what good is that? Uh, there's nothing's really. good about it. You're funny. Huh. You're consumed <laughs> by that. I am. Did you think, let me ask you this, because I put on Twitter, I thought it was a bit much last night at the Garden. So I, I Why did you think it was a bit much? The fact that they, and I know they called a timeout, but the Garden gave him a lot of extra time. And they celebrated this like this is the greatest record in the history of the NBA. It's not. It's so, what was it? Was it the new. most three-pointers in the history of ever basketball? Yeah, but here's the thing. The NBA didn't put the three-point line in until 1980. And even through the 90s, they didn't shoot at the volume. that This is really the last 10 years. Now, there are people, a lot of people agreed with me that this was a little overdone. That, you know... And now, if this was a Golden State, I get it. That's their guy. He's hit a million threes in that building, won championships, and it's at Golden State. Got it. But to do it on the road and for, I don't know, it's great. He beat a record in half the time that it took Ray Allen to do it. Ray Allen, it took whatever it was, 1,500 games. It took Steph Curry 780 games. And here's when it'll be really special. The guy that breaks Curry's record, because Curry's going to have a Babe Ruth type of record, I just think it's not... Because the game has changed, you're saying, in this era that he played, everyone's shooting three-pointers. Yeah, like this wasn't, you know, Mark McGuire breaking, you know, Maris' home run record. It just wasn't. I mean, that stood for, you know, 40 years. This was like, hey, good good for you. That's great. It's like the NFL passing records now. I agree. "Eh." You know what? Eh. I I agree with you. The game's different. Right. You can't hit the quarterback. You can't touch the receivers. Yeah. Different. Now, if you told me, I mean, again, the game's different, but if you told me, you know, that you break the all-time scoring record. That's cool. That is cool. I mean, the game's been played for 130 years or 100 and whatever it is. Not not that long, but you get my point. The three-point shot's been around for 40 years, but let's be honest. It's the last 10 that the game has been like this. Do this. Break Will Chamberlain's 100-point game. Now, that will be be impressed. I agree, and that would be something that you stop the game for 100% because that's something like – you never thought you'd say. Who came the closest to that? Kobe? Kobe had 81, 81 or 83 at home. Now, that I was working that night. And I remember watching it. I forget who it they was played. It was exciting. It was. It was neat. It was. And even what do he have on his last game? Didn't he have like 65 or 70 points Something his final like that, game? Yeah. Now he shot 9,000 shots to get it. <laughs> but he did score a lot. He did. It was kind of neat. So I think a really cool moment for Steph Curry. I think it would have been... If they did it like this at Golden State, I get it. I thought last night. A little much. Yeah. little I, much. Yeah, I do. I see Bronny James, who's uh, LeBron James' son. What is he? He's just a high school kid. I now. think he's a high school kid. He, he played at Staples Center last week, or whatever they call it now. With the high school? Yeah. It was kind of neat, actually. So he, highlights. Uh, he has interest from the following colleges. First of Let all, me every, guess. Every college is interested. Well, but there's a small list here. I have one, two, three, four. Is North Carolina on the list? Yes. Of course. North Carolina. How about... Who are the other three? Uh, Duke has to be on the list. How about UCLA? No. Oh, no. Okay. So you have two more. Um, Michigan State. No. Oh. They both start with K. Kansas. Kansas, yes. Kentucky. Yes. Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina. No Baylor? Uh, No Baylor. But strangely, also Kane University in Union, <laughs> Union New Jersey. He's such we're looking. An ass. We are looking to get him here. You are Put really us sorry. on the map. He's such an Kane. ass. Kane. 
Like, what would happen if a player like that went to a, a place like Kane? He would score 100 points he a night if he wanted He would score a lot, to. yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to do that? Hey, well, you know what's funny? He wouldn't score 100 points a night, yeah. but he would rip it up for sure, yeah. of course. Those players are still really good. <laughs> like, have you ever gone to, in on, on your time at Kane, you no. ever go to a game? Never went you to a game. You would be amazed. Like, the only difference is the, they're just not as tall. I, I, it sounds funny. It's but the game is still really good. But would it, like if, if, would somebody who's going to go be the, a dominant player at Duke, right? Yeah. Let's say the number one recruit for Duke, like Zion if, Williamson. Yeah, yeah, Zion Williamson. If he went instead to Kane University in Union, he'd New Jersey, probably average fifty points a game. That's not that impressive. I would need more. You'd need more. Average- what do you want from him? <laughs> There's only forty minutes in a game. Because you got to remember, he's going to be double teamed every single time right. he touches the ball. It's it's not as easy as you're making it seem. Right? They're not like um, it's not like me and you playing on Kane University. Correct. They're actual basketball. They're, and they're I'm telling you, they're really good. Hmm. Like it would be so. Purdue has this kid, Zach Eady is his name. He's seven foot five and skilled. <laughs> if he went to Duke. The- just give me the ball, and he could just drop it in the net every time down the floor. You could triple team him; it wouldn't this matter. This seems unfair. The guy who invented basketball did not count on guys growing to seven foot four. I agree. That, I mean, that's why there are people that believe they should raise the rim and back up the three point line. Yeah, because the guys are so skilled now. Like, if you looked at, I'm being not being funny. Did you at least see the highlights of the Steph Curry night last night? Uh, just on the, uh, on the okay. CBS Sports. His Network. first three he makes has got to be. Six feet, seven feet behind the line. I mean, it's it's like thirty feet out, and it's right. like it's nothing, nothing. So there are there is that school of thought. Back up the three point line, and let's move the rim to twelve feet. Let me ask you this: In the nineteen sixties, yeah. were were we producing seven foot tall human beings? There were some, sure, but I mean, the, Wilt was wasn't Wilt six eleven? I don't know. But, right, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was seven feet. That's true. He was a tall fella. Yeah, Moses when Malone. Did that I happen, it was the '60s, but he was a big guy. Because if you're like Evan and you go visit the presidential boyhood homes yes. on your vacation, the beds are tiny. Yes, the doorways. I went in a neighbor's uh, home in Bradley Beach that right. was built in the early 1900s. Yeah. Well, the door you, to go into a room, you got a duck. The so, average height in 1900. So let's see. So you're right. These they actually keep this. Wow, it's pretty yeah. wild. So when did we start producing large, tall people? I don't know. That's a what, and I, how? I don't know. That's a great question. Thank you. There's actually data. But what's funny is there is data on it. I'm gonna look this up uh, later in my spare time. I wonder exactly when that will be. Well, I'll have some time between noon and seven that I'm going to do a little bit of research to see when we started producing tall people and who started. Well, it looks like it's over the last 100 years. I'm just reading the CNN last report. Last 100 years? In the last 100 years, we're producing taller humans <laughs> because of better nutrition and health. Is that right? Yes. That's, I mean, as according to this, researchers found that... Blah, blah. We have an entire sport built around producing tall people. And, and uh, Al, when you do your research, yeah. don't go down the Nephilim. Uh, wormhole. Nephilim. How about this? This is weird to me. Whatever Nephilim means. <laughs> well, you know. It's I don't the, care. All right. <laughs> the tallest people in the world come from Latvia. Oh. The average height for a man is six feet. The average height for a woman is five foot seven. If you want to be short, then you come from whatever this is. Timar Lest. I don't know where that is. The average height for a man there is 5'3". Wow. And the average height for a woman there is 4'11". It's interesting because I don't know if you have data there from Grenoble from. <laughs> no, I don't. Because they once produced a guy, Jerry, who was 7'4", <laughs> 525 pounds. You really are stupid. <laughs> no, he was. That was abnormal. Right. If you go to the French Alps... Grenoble, France, they're not... They had those tiny little cars he couldn't even get into <laughs> that he had to not, drive. They're not all 7 foot 4, 525 pounds. <laughs> now, this says since the 1870s, the man's height has only grown on average 11 centimeters. That doesn't seem like much to me. 11 centimeters? That's what this says, that seems yeah. A, that seems yeah. like uh, I, I never converted centimeters and inches, but... The average height for British men in 1871 was 5 foot 5. Yeah, we're getting taller. The average height for men in 1975 was 5'10". Like Manute Bull's parents, were they tall? No, Al, they were dwarf. Come on. What do you think? 
I he don't was know. seven foot seven. But they weren't both seven feet tall. Oh, but I'm sure they were. They were in the sixes. Andre they have the, to be. Don't I don't they? think Andre the Giants' parents were big. Is that true? Yeah. Let's see. Manute Bull's parents, because Bull, because <laughs> Bull Bull is seven foot. That's true. I think he's seven two. They're pre- they, those two parents are producing tall basketball Let's players. See. How, okay, it comes right up. How tall were Manute Bull's parents? <laughs> we'll see a lot of people All on right, the internet. So are his mom was six ten. Oh my gosh. His dad was six eight. Oh, they were tall. His and his great grandfather was. Come on. This is a quote from Minute Bowl. Okay. His great grandfather was seven foot ten. <laughs> no way. What? Where were they from? Quag. I have no idea. It does that. If you Google, uh, uh, can you quickly just Google yeah. Minute Bowl? It'll look on his Wikipedia page on the right. It'll say how tall, how where he's from. Turale. T U R A L E I. I don't know where that is. I know. Now I got to find out where is Turale oh, from, and then we'll a take lot a of break. Googling. Where I know, but you know what? If we were doing the show years ago, we wouldn't be able to do this. Where well, like, is, is it possible for you and your wife to have a eight foot, a seven foot five uh, child? I I'm, guess it's possible. This is listen. This is not the most embarrassing thing I've ever yeah. done. But so the map comes up. I don't even know where it is. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I think it's Africa. Okay, in Africa. Let's see. Is it? Yeah. A small let's see. Yes, it is. You're right. Village in Africa. Uh, let's see. No, it's Turley Island. I don't know, man. I have no idea. We Nine thousand things are coming up, and I don't know what I'm looking all at. All right, we'll have to do some research. Let's on take that. A during break. the break. <laughs> let's take we'll a find break. Find out where I the new bowl was. We're from. all dumber from this segment, but <laughs> I don't think so. We apologize. We learned that. Producing tall humans. Is you a, just asked me if Manute Bowl's parents were tall. Yeah, it's a relatively new thing in. The world. Here's where they were now from Latvia, where the average height is five foot three. No, that no, Latvia is six feet. What was the short place? I already forgot. Yes, yeah, some Timor uh, Nest. Yes, and Madagascar was number three on that list for tall, for the shortest short, people. Short people. Who knew? Hmm. All right, five thirty-eight. We still got a lot to do, including Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour on the fan. No, it's like Toy Story all over again. Quarter to six. That was a good movie back in the day. I actually enjoyed it. Nice to have you with us on a Wednesday as we are breaking things down from people's height to star athletes doing star things. Uh, alert to a listener, New York everything, um, says Manute Bull is from Turali, which you said, which is uh, in southern Sudan, which is Africa. Africa, okay. There was also a, a WWF wrestler named Abdullah the Butcher, who was known as the Madman from Sudan. Mm. He would unfairly use foreign objects to carve people's heads. Oh, I see. Which is okay. not fair. No, not fair. Not fair. Could he you imagine if that was big, real? That would really he be crazy. He was a big, fat guy. <laughs> I'm sure he, he was. not tall. He was a big, I don't big, understand how guy. those guys... And I, I say this about, like, college, and then most... You see now most NBA and college referees are pretty much in shape. Yeah. But from time to time, you'll see a guy that's overweight. And in wrestling back in the day, they were overweight. I don't understand what the amount of energy they were exerting. How were they not burning just thousands and thousands of calories? I think what happened was like in the Dusty Rhodes era, Those he was a very big guy. They would, uh, they'd be on the road. And eating like crap? Eating like crap. After the matches, they'd go pound beers. Yeah, I guess so. A beer's, the next day. beer's a killer. A beer's a killer. Beer really is. Like, I've been I've been tracking my food again for a while, and now this app actually breaks down the carbs and the protein and the fats. I knew I had a carb heavy diet. I didn't realize how horrendous it was. Is that right? Really interesting. Yeah, even when you think you're eating something that's high protein, there's carbs in it. Carbs. It was really shocking. Actually, yeah. To be quite honest, like, you know, oh, it's got a lot I'm of fat. carbs in it, Jerry. Bread. Bread and beer. Bread and be- all the fun stuff. I agree. There's nothing to Chips. me better. I mean this. There's nothing better to me than pizza and beer on a Friday night. Totally agree. And yet, horrendous. That can't be good for you. Uh, no. Well, you, if you just have it on Friday night, you're good. You can't have it like Tuesday. My problem is I I am not good. This is where your discipline comes into play. You can't throw a slice of pizza and one beer in front of me. No. It's more like three slices and four beers. Correct. That's a lot of calories. It is a lot of calories. Yeah. If you do it one day, it's fine. Uh, speaking of tall people and NBA players, interesting story came out about Wally Zerbiak. I don't know if you saw this, Jerry. It's I did not. A little personal, but it was in the paper, so I feel like I can discuss it here. Okay. So Wally Zerbiak, 
Uh, he works at MSG. Yeah, he does the pre and the post on TV. With, and there's uh, a woman Bill there. Pito. Yeah, there's a woman there named Rebecca Harlow. Yeah, who, she's the sideline reporter. Sideline reporter. Yeah. They are dating. Good for them. And are having a baby. Oh. That was really surprising. <laughs> <laughs> now, All right, well. Wally and his wife evidently have been oh. uh, separated for three years. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that doesn't start well when it's a Wally and his wife and <laughs> Rebecca Harlow. He already has five children. Okay. So he's going to start over. So he's starting over. That's the thing about life. How old is Wally now? He's uh, 40. Now, uh, this Rebecca Harlow, I uh, believe, is 42. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, I would have said 30s. And like, Wally is uh, only a couple years older than her. Really? She's younger than me, unfortunately. Everyone's younger than you these I days. Know, it sucks. Wally Zerbiak's in his 30s? I feel no, like he played 40s. His... Oh, I think he said he's 40s. only a couple years. Oh, she's 42. Got she's it. 42. Wow. I didn't know. Like, 42 is not easy to have a baby at 42. It's not. No, it's not. And I couldn't imagine at my age, 47. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can do it for sure, but. But this is what's interesting about no life. energy. This is what's interesting about life. Wally was married for a long sure. time, had five children. Yeah. Never in his mind did he think he was going to get divorced, meet a That's new woman, true. and have a baby. That's not true. You never know. Life will throw curveballs Perhaps at you. he was miserable for the last 10 years and was waiting for the kids to grow up. Hmm. I have a friend of mine like that. Yeah, but do you think he thought, I'm going to have another baby? Uh, no, you probably don't think it, but if you think you're going to end up in another relationship, you can certainly believe the possibilities there. And all you people who think Wally Zerbiak is boring, guess not. He is ripping it up on Friday nights. Guess not, people. <laughs> well, good for him. You also yeah. saw David Ortiz and his wife just announced their split after 25 years of right. marriage. I did see that. Yep. You know what? We're in a different time now. I what goes on with you married This people? is what I think, and you tell me. Yeah. Because you've seen your parents for years and years. They've been married, I'm sure, for 50 years, right? At Something least, like yeah. that. And I do believe it's a different time. Now, I could be wrong, but I feel like when we were growing up, for the most part, parents just stayed together whether they were happy or not because right. it's kind of what they were supposed to do. I feel like now, if you ain't happy, you're out. Right. All these promises. That's why divorces are what it is. Do you take this man to be your husband to for the rest of your life? It is, I'm telling you, man. The more you think about things, oy, oy, oy. yeah, it is just life is such a sham. <laughs> life is or marriage, all of it. Yeah, everything. Everybody's hypocritical. Everybody lies. It's just <laughs> life is a sham. It I is a shame that, but it's true. It is. There are really good people out there. There's no doubt about it. But my God, most of us suck. <laughs> it's, you know it too. Yeah. <laughs> As they're you know scraping off Al Poop's naked stickers around Bradley Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Not where I thought I'd be at 52. <laughs> that there'd have to be somebody in my hometown uh, going where I live, going around scraping. <laughs> Al takes naked poop bumper stickers <laughs> off of gazebos. Did not see New that. New gazebos. This is what I mean. Life oh, will throw man. curveballs at you oh, sometimes. Life will throw curveballs at you. And it goes yeah. to show, like, listen, it's over in a blink, as we all know, and we see life pass by quickly. But it also is really long, too. It's such a weird thing to think about. Yes. Like, it's, it's like a marathon full of sprints. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. And the marathon ends a lot quicker than you think. But, boy, a lot of those sprints can be life-changing. And a lot. Think about people that have been married two, three, four times. Yes, it's like you've like we like we were looking. I forget who it was looking up someone on Wikipedia the other day. Was it Neil Young? Neil Young's Neil been Young. married three times. He's married to Daryl Hannah now. They got married in their sixties. Yes, when Neil Young was rocking in a free world, <laughs> he had a wife for like thirty years. Yeah, I never thought that that would end. Well, he's Correct. been married three times now. Right. He's on his third wife. You have different lives within your life. It's really something. Right. Yes. You have multiple lives within your life. I, I thought of this today. I actually did think of this. I always joke about, you know, life, you know how long you're going to live. I still say 100 is the goal. You don't want to be 100. That's fine. No, I want to die on on my 100th birthday. Okay, fine. To me, I think if you get into the 90s, you've done well. Yes. I said, my God, that means I'm on like the 10th tee. I'm Using about to be 48. Right. I'd probably settle for 96. What hole am I on? Uh, you're probably on the green on 10. Oh, on the green on 10? Yeah. Oh, okay. You haven't got to 11 yet. You're, you're only oh, okay. a few years older than I am. 
And I still think with the way you eat and take care of yourself, I think 100 is very much on the table. So to me, you're, you're either walking off the eighth, uh, the 11th green, or uh, the 10th green, or you're, you know, you're fixing your ball mark. I haven't uh, say I'm I'm not saved enough money to be a hundred. You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. You haven't saved enough money. You're never getting married, and you'll work for another seven or eight years. Your interest is going to compound. You're going to be just fine. All right. Anyhow, all right. Let's take a quick break. It's five fifty-two. A couple more things to go, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. With Amy Lawrence, it is brought to you by Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. It's about the stars doing really cool things this week. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. Really good win for the Nets last night. Knicks lost against Steph Curry with the three-point record. Oh, whatever. Uh, and the hockey teams played and lost. This may be one of those quotes that when I see in print, it looks like it's something. And if it's, I heard it, it might not be something. Okay. It involves uh, Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott. I haven't listened to it yet. I know where you're going. Where Jerry Jones, someone had asked uh, him, uh, I guess when he does that radio interview down yep, every Dallas, Tuesday, is Dak Prescott in a slump? Right. And he uh-huh. said, mm-hmm, good morning. And he said, "I don't want to say that slump, but that's probably fair." It is, I think it's Balls. fair. To, I think it's a fair thing to say because you know you look at their win Sunday and they were blowing out Washington, but it was really due to what the defense was doing. Offensively, there wasn't much there. You look at the win in New Orleans; they were up twenty-seven ten late in the fourth quarter, but offensively not great. So when you look at the team that beat the game I did against Atlanta, where they were just I mean, up and down the field, that was like a fine-tuned uh, operation. They have not looked like that since. I don't like your attitude. Yeah. I understand. They don't like your attitude. I got it. Uh, good news, they've got the uh, slump busters uh, showing up on uh, Sunday for <laughs> Dak Prescott, the New York Giants. He'll be right back to normal after I don't know. This game. Logan Ryan told Sal yesterday they're not out of it yet. Logan Ryan said the Giants aren't out of it yet? He did, yeah. Did yeah. Sal scream at him like a caller who says lunatic I don't, things? You know what? I don't know because I heard when I was at uh, Illinois last week, I was actually streaming Sal's show, and he had Logan Ryan on. And, you know, he's doing all this. You know, it's not been a great year for the defense and blah, 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 blah. And then Logan Ryan's like, no, I completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and someone posted a picture of Sal in one of those faces like, oh, what do I say now? <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, no, Logan Ryan did yesterday. Sal said – they're not just playing for pride, and the defense isn't just as uh, as good. Here was, if I find this, was Logan Ryan. We're not out of it. Tune in. We're not out of it. Not- they're in. four and nine. <laughs> I mean, he's they're right. The Technically, they're not out of it. And if they won their last four games, they might have an opportunity to be in the postseason. Right, because we got word after the Jets lost that they were officially out of it. We did not hear that about out the of Giants. It week three. Oh, out week but three. But officially correct. That is very yeah. true. You're officially right. Officially eliminated. So, yes, yeah, so if you want to hear that, go to uh, WFAN.com, the oh. Odyssey app. Oh, the Odyssey app. Logan Ryan with Sal yesterday. I was hoping Sal would scream at him. Maybe he did. I didn't hear like it, unfortunately. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.